What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me, Ben. I'm over here. It's a miracle I was able to make it because um, I don't know if you've been outside lately, but I think that Roanoke has recently turned into the surface of the sun. It's been, You know what? It, I agree. I agree. It's it, been so hot. It is like um, like oppressive heat. Yeah, it's like you you step outside and it's just like I can't. It's I it's can't. a wet heat. It's a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's nothing funnier than than your uh, in particular reaction to people referring to something as a dry heat. Oh man, it's just like I think my problem. I don't even have a problem with people saying a dry heat. I'm positive it's different than a wet heat or a medium damp heat. Oh, you know spongy spongy yeah that's probably how austin was when we were there it's just that i have never experienced a dry heat so i i i i have no point of reference it's like you may as well tell me it's like a space heat out there it's like that doesn't mean anything to me it's like yeah but it's a dry heat it's like are you saying that makes it hotter are you are you saying like yeah no but yeah it's like 115 degrees but it's a dry heat because like so, dry heat to me sounds worse well but i, I mean, guess it's not i i think i think the thing the difference is is that like this is my theory at least i don't actually know it's not proven on scientific fact but maybe it is maybe um every once in a while we wander ourselves just into being correct on accident well that you know i i think this all stands to reason at the very least but so uh, a, a wet heat, a medium damp heat, yeah. spongy heat, uh, as it were, uh, <laughs> kind of like a microwaved sponge, you know? Uh, um, yeah, that's, that is how it feels in Roanoke, Virginia right now. So come visit. It's great. It's great. But you know what? It's, it's, it's super hot right now, but, but I will say that come October, you absolutely should come visit Roanoke because it will be an event called Go Fest, yeah. which we have talked about before on the pop. It is like our favorite event every year in Roanoke. It's just it, this big go outside festival, outdoor everything. Yeah, it was the the first ever J vlog of all time. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, was doing the the beer mile, the beer at, mile at Go Fest. Yes, um, it is. It is like one of those funny things where like when people are like, "What do you like living at Roanoke?" and it's like it's one of the things I will list first. Like <laughs> it's like one weekend a year. There's a really fun outdoor festival, right? Uh, where you could just go like walk around and do stuff and see things, and it's like you know free to enter, and it seems like everyone's there. And yeah, it is true. You just walk around, you run into everyone, and there's like everywhere you turn there's like kind of something to do or see whether it's like bmx bikes or dogs doing crazy jumps off of a platform into a pool or a lumberjack show or or a live episode of your favorite podcast what, what? roanoke's number one podcast Roanoke, performing this roanoke's, year at go fest roanoke's number one podcast ben that's us has been invited to do a live episode at go fest i know i'm really 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 excited about this this. like we we have uh we have like talked before about the prospect of doing a live pop yeah and we were actually just talking about it the very week that we got the invitation we were like maybe maybe we should just try it maybe we should just like lob it out there see if anybody's interested in like doing it and like we'll, we'll kind of go from there like kind of like test the waters you know yeah and then it just so happened to be the case that that week an opportunity to do one just sort of like sprang up sprang up here in Roanoke and it was like it was in the air man it we could sense it and so could everyone else and so could everyone else and the funny thing too is that it was like I mean this was the easiest 
like sell for us ever because we just I, I feel like we have genuinely literally talked about GoFest on so many different occasions. So it was like they were like, yeah, would you guys want to do like a live popcorn culture at at GoFest this year? And we were yeah. like, absolutely, we do. Absolutely, we're gonna be there. I don't think I have not. I think I have been to every single day of GoFest, and it's like a three day event yeah. every weekend every year and i go to all three days every year so here's so. here's my my goal because it's it's free admission so like GoFest doesn't cost anything right. so to come and watch us like it it will not cost anything other than arriving in roanoke yeah um so if if you are interested my my goal is my, my worry i guess that i will say is that um our show like GoFest is absolutely meant for sort of like the outdoorsman type of environment here in roanoke virginia there's like you know uh, kayaking, paddleboarding, mountain biking, rock climbing, uh, slacklining, you know, like all, all of these types of yeah. like that genre of activity. And uh, I was like, I'm I'm so excited that you guys asked us to be there. Yes, we want to do it. Count us in. Also, we'll figure out how to make it somewhat outdoorsy outdoorsy. (laughs) Um, hey you know what if this podcast wasn't founded on crazy camping stories then i don't you know people people came for the the popcorn the pop culture talk and they stayed for the camping stories exactly you know that's what i that's what i like to think you know um popcorn over an open flame but so here's my thought though is that like i have this like worry that we're going to get there and start doing an episode of the pop and the people at go fest are going to be like jarred by it like what is this (laughs) (laughs) um what (laughs) why um and we'll be like well obviously we're number one we're roanoke's Roanoke's number one one podcast podcast, according to the roanoke magazine Look, this is like one of the number one outdoor festivals in the country and we are the number one podcast in the area that hosts said thing so it's a natural fit so so if you're if you're listening at home this is my my formal invitation for you to come in terms of moral support come to moral support so that the people there are like man there's something's happening it's like there's it's like yeah it's like it seems like People here know what's going on. I don't really understand. Who were these guys? Why are they in? Like, why? Why, why were they given a microphone? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's going to be great. It's going to. I'm excited about it, and I guarantee you that afterwards we will we will do. I don't know how many people there will be, but we will do a meet and greet for anyone who we will come talk to you if you are here. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That, that'll definitely be a thing. That's so, gonna be a thing. Also, we'll just be wandering around GoFest all weekend. So that's true. Yeah. So you can, yeah, like it, it's just, it's, it's good fun. Good fun. Um, good fun to be had. But the dates, I believe, are, hold on, I want to double oh, check. Oh, yeah, we so should that tell I'm, people. I know. Um, we don't have a specific time yet, but I'm sure this is not the last time that we will talk about our appearance at GoFest because it's, we're, we're so very excited about it. You have some time. Uh, it is the week weekend of October 14th through the 16th and it sounds like as of now uh we would be on the stage on Saturday the 15th um in the afternoon in the afternoon so what we don't know the exact time yet but sometime afternoonish uh on October 15th yeah that's so right be prepared be there or be somewhere you know, else at home I yeah, guess. yeah. We'll, we'll try to record it so you can like listen in and be like hey this was the first ever live whoa popcorn yeah culture 
It has less good audio quality <laughs> or, or better good audio quality or possibly banjos playing in the background. Who really knows? Anything can happen. Anything can happen at GoFest, as they say. Although, I think we should do the beer mile again this year. Ooh, you know? Yeah. Then yeah. we would have something to talk about. For sure. We could at Let's, least talk about that. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, so let's <laughs> let's talk about that beer mile, huh? Uh, beer mile. Dude, um, we came in. We came. What's what the first year we did it? We almost. We almost we won. In? Yeah, we, we almost came in won. Second. We came in second. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. We did pretty good. Uh, I think mostly thanks to our good buddy David, who is just like an absolute beast. Yeah, yeah. Not only at chugging the libations, but also at chugging his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if we could have the GMA get together and do it. Ooh, that'd be real fun. That'd be real fun. I mean, obviously Mike's in town, so we'll just count him in. He doesn't have much say in the matter. And then uh, you know, if we can get John in, that'd be great. I felt so bad for our good buddy John Jennings this weekend because. Months ago, back in May, um, for Mike's birthday, we got the uh, like a, a cycle pub night, yeah, or like a pub cycle. A, a Sorry, pub cycle. I keep reversing them. No, it's okay. I mean, yeah. I think I think probably it just depends on on like who's advertising it based on which order those two words come in. But sure. you you've no doubt seen them before. Uh, it's like one of these like it's like a car, but everybody has like a seat, almost like like a, it's like a bike seat in pedals, yeah. and everybody kind of like pedals the car, which then can kind of like move this giant vehicle through the streets of downtown. Yeah, but there's like a, there's like a little catwalk in the middle, so like if you can imagine like like six people are sitting on one side and six people are sitting directly across from them so you basically have this like sort of mobile bar you're driving around it's really cool yeah it's really cool and it was it was a it was a very fun opportunity to kind of like try try and get everyone together yes um so yeah mike's birthday was in may we planned it specifically for july 23rd uh because it was the first time the entire gma and all of the accompanying you know better halves and such could Mm -hmm. be in one place at one time and then john woke up on saturday morning and unfortunately had covid had the covid (laughs) so the worst timing i've ever heard i know i know it's like what are the odds of that happening seems like better and better the further we get into this whole thing that's true that's true do you think like part of me is like i'm pretty sure i was patient zero at disney world at your wedding and i was the first american to get it probably uh, it was the worst, absolute. But then I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't have it at all. Maybe I just had the flu at there, down there. And I'm also just like, does that mean I can't get it again? Am I immune? I guess you're like immune for six months or something is like the conventional wisdom about COVID. Y- yeah. To me, it feels like there is no such thing as conventional wisdom. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's just, just like, all guesswork the whole time. It's like, it kind of seems like this is the case, but yeah. we're not really sure. We don't know. It's a developing situation. Can you get it more than once? Yeah, sometimes. If you do, then yes. And if you didn't, then good for you. Are the symptoms bad? It really depends. Yeah. What are the symptoms? Yes. <laughs> there are symptoms. So, that is correct. Sometimes extremely bad. Sometimes you don't even know you have it. Right? So you should test just in case. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, rather rather unfortunate timing there for uh, you know Mr. John. For so. John. So he couldn't do it. But we did. And let me tell you, if you ever have the chance to do a pub cycle, I would. <laughs> it, was, it was so fun. It was so fun. It was a, it was a rather like the um, as we were setting it up, you know, they were asking us like which like it's a two hour excursion or whatever. And so like where do you guys want to go like we can usually do like three to four places or whatever and i was like man in the course of four uh, two hours if i'm drinking like four beverages like for like four stops i was like that's a lot yeah you know um i i wasn't really i, I probably would not typically uh be at that like rate of consumption under 
other circumstances Under, yeah, normal at all. Circumstances. Um, however, again, we had a wet heat that day, or as I like to call it, sponge heat. Sponge, <laughs> man. Sponges just has a different meaning on this show. It really does. Yeah, it really does. But like when I really think about sponge heat and getting sponges, which is basically our word for getting the sick, um, it's they're they're not entirely different. Not entirely. Yeah, it's the, like it's so hot as to make you feel like sponges. It's it's basically like a, like having a fever and nausea at the same time. Great. Good time um, to be outside pedaling around to different bars. <laughs> exactly. But the thing was, is that I feel like the exertion that we were putting into it, because of course, all of our friends and ourselves are like, I wouldn't go so far as to call us cyclists, but like we all, we all in some capacity bike some. Yeah. Um, there and- was a period where everyone on the pub cycle was meeting up every weekend to go cycling every weekend <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah so it was definitely something where we were going to have extra fun with it because it meant like if a hill came we were like all out of our seats let's like, go yeah like that like a straight up spin cycle class um but what i totally found was that like because i was exerting so much energy in between all the things i actually stayed pretty like even yeah the whole time i was just sweating it all right out right <laughs> so that was fun although yeah what what also happened was then you had you had like 10 sweaty people showing up at yeah, these, every bar at every bar. Yeah. So apologies <laughs> if you were at the bars on those evenings. Um, a little, a, a little. Yeah. But we were having a good time. We were having a good time. It was in the thing about Roanoke too, is that like my, my suspicion is that there are people who are listening right now who, um, have varying degrees of awareness about what this is. So there's probably the people who are like, Oh yeah, I live in like a, like a busy city. These goes past my house, you know, or, or like in through downtown, bunches of them bachelor bachelorette parties right every weekend this is like nothing new it's like you see them all the time and there's probably also people who have traveled to said bachelor bachelorette party at like a destination type city and have done one right and that's how they're aware of it and then there's other people who are like well this is a cool idea and then there's other people who are like oh yeah i know those people those people are the worst (laughs) (laughs) it does go four miles an hour which is not as fast as you might want it to go yep um but in the city of roanoke there is but one of these services meaning there is but one of these bicycles and sometimes people rent it (laughs) and sometimes people rent it like this is definitely and absolutely a side hustle for whoever it is that runs it yeah um because i think like two months ago they uh made like they they adjusted some of like the open um like open carry is that that's probably the right terminology you can drink outside in some places mm-hmm. um not all of them and i think you have to have like a special specific type of cup or something to like designate that you're supporting a, a nearby facility um but where was i going with this um I lost my total train of thought. I don't know. Your total pub cycle of thought. My, 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 my pub cycle of thought. I, I don't know if maybe what you were going to say is that you were not allowed to consume anything whilst on the pub cycle. That is true. Yeah. That was true. That was something I didn't expect. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I remember what it was now. It's because we asked about that and they were like, well, we haven't. It's been two months since this new le- like legislation passed or whatever. And they're like, well, we haven't actually done it since then. So we're not really sure what the new rules are. And I was like, okay, so this thing is like infrequently, you yeah. know, out, yeah. out in a boot. Someone's um, going to have to go dig it out of the storage unit. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pump up the tires right. and you know, do, do all that type of stuff. But what was really fun about that for Roanoke is the fact that there's so many people then who were basically seeing it for the first time ever. Yeah. So I would say that like 
more so than going to like RTX earlier this year where people might have like come up and asked us for like a photograph or something. Yeah. I felt way more like like a star <laughs> as, as like, oh yeah, I'm aboard the pump I'm like, cycle. I'm one of the people on the on the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, right. whoa, whoa, that's pretty neat. It's like, how'd you even arrange that? <laughs> you can rent it. They have a website, yeah. Facebook page. <laughs> In fact, you probably should so that we continue to have it. Right. Yeah. There's like a QR code. You can go scan it from the machine itself. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Maybe we should. Maybe we should have a, a popcorn culture. Uh, pub cycle for <laughs> for, for go fest <laughs> come ride the pub cycle with us people right <laughs> all all 14 people there you go um which is how many people can fit on a pub cycle yeah. yeah yeah uh but no it was it was super fun it was a, it was a it was a just a good old-fashioned hooting and hollering good time it was um i have i have frequently said there's there's this thing about um kind of dialing back to like the bachelor bachelorette party type things is that those are like the rare occasions where when traveling, there is both like the time allocation and sort of like general willingness and camaraderie amongst the ranks to where it seems like people are willing to do these types of events. And I'm always like mournful of the fact that it never seems like justifiable to just go like, like just go do this or like just go on vacation to just go like do the touristy right, type of just things. Like, what do you guys want to do this weekend? Like, Oh, what if we just wanted the pub cycle? Or? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, even if like you and I and like in uh, Beth and Alice or something were to like travel to like Nashville, it's almost like there's, there's like too few people to like be able to like go rent one. Oh right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like it's it's hard to get like all the necessary people in the place to do the thing and then have everybody like on board to do it. And so what I sometimes think like the magic of like a bachelor party or bachelorette party is that you have the group. You have the numbers. You have the time. And everybody's always sort of like acting in in a like a like an odd way there's like this unifying force, which is like the bride or groom, yeah. which is also like, like everybody then is like on the same page. It's like, Oh yeah, we're doing this for them, for them. Like, and then it, they're the star tonight. Right. Yeah. But then, then it also like, it removes any amount of like disagreement where like somebody might be like, Oh, I don't want to go do that. It's like, we're doing it for, we're doing we're it for, for the groom. Them, and for, everyone for, knows it's that. It's for so, the bride, you right. know? And then it's not about you. Right. But so as, as like we have gotten just like a little bit older and sort of started to like maybe take a couple of steps outside of the um, season of life where everybody's getting married. Yeah. Um, like I feel like I have fewer annual wedding invites than we did over the past like five years mm-hmm. um, as as people have just kind of become married yeah um so it's also one of these where i'm like man i need to like i need to have an opportunity i need to have a way to reinvent these occasions Mm -hmm. um like you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying but i also it's like it's one of those things where like in your brain you need like an occasion to do stuff like this and it's like realistically you don't no i know (laughs) i know yeah like that's that's like one of these things where it's like my brain has built like the laws of of like the world and Mm -hmm. you just have to like overcome yeah those those mental barriers and just be like oh we can do this right we can you know what it's okay to just go have fun yeah but you can just do it man so anyway that's that's basically for me what what the pub cycle was this past weekend yeah well even that was sort of an occasion because it was like sort of for mike's birthday even though it was in may (laughs) hey i mean they had a cone hat 
They did have a cone hat. They were like, here you go, birthday boy. Yeah, it was it was really funny because it was almost like it was too tall to where it just sort of like scraped the top of the of the cycle at that point in time. And it was like, well, this is not really convenient yeah. or conducive to proper cycling etiquette, which, you know, obviously we were all into. You know, as soon as you stood up, I mean, the hat would just go straight through the ceiling. Yeah, no good. Can't have it. Can't Mm-mm. have it. Mm-mm. Anyway, pump cycle complete. Yeah. Transition. Transition. Okay, Jay. So I have a uh, a question for you. I sometimes will uh, intentionally Google like shower thoughts. I feel like it's a very interesting um, like corner of the internet where people have just sort of like realized something right um, and i'm sure there's like a whole subreddit dedicated to shower thoughts oh absolutely there yeah. is there I, so so one of the ones that i that i saw this morning was the best part of a cucumber tastes like the worst part of a watermelon oh um, my gosh such i've seen this before such an accurate statement right it's like it's like everybody throws away the part of the watermelon that tastes like the entire part of the cucumber that they eat on purpose right exactly you're just like you when you have a watermelon and you're comparing the red part to the green part, it's so much better as is to feel like the green part is inedible. It it is waste material. It is waste material. Throw it in the compost bin. Get that out of here. Meanwhile, over at the cucumber farm, someone's harvesting this exact thing out of the ground on purpose for some reason. Right. Like, I throw watermelon rinds into my compost bin in order to make compost to then grow cucumbers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I'm using my former watermelons to grow new cucumbers do you think you on could purpose. you could pickle watermelon rind and it would taste good Ooh, that's a question right, right there that needs to be explored yeah pickled watermelon rind feels like the next avocado it, pickled watermelon rind sounds like something you get at like that farm to table restaurant down the street it, it does you know, it totally got does some pickled watermelon rind and you're like oh <laughs> it's and, like typically that sounds gross but because i'm at this kind of fancy restaurant I'm like i guess i'll try it explain to me we eat it on purpose yeah like, <laughs> like like we believe in zero waste at this restaurant and you're like man i respect that bring me the pickled watermelon rind and and then like the thing is is that it's like it mostly tastes like vinegar as most pickles do yeah and it's like you know what surprisingly good surprisingly they're like right can i bring you some frothed scallops and you're like bring it on man <laughs> froth scallops <laughs> that does sound terrible <laughs> and you know somewhere is serving froth scallops <laughs> you know it you know it it's like it's like a cap Pacino, but scallops. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible. It sounds really bad. Um, where was I going with this, though? Um, shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, yes. So um, with with the shower thoughts, uh, the other one that I have stumbled across that I actually feel like is a bit of a thinker is a different version of you exists in the minds of everyone who knows you. Mm, um, yes, yeah. And this, this is like, sometimes I have discovered this to happen where i have like i have like met someone's facade if you will and like my my brain did that thing where it was sort of like okay like i know i know certain characteristics about you and i will like fill in the gaps you know based on based on that like like uh, essentially using context clues to like have a better feel for who somebody might be and then gotten to know them more and more and more and realized that like, man, my first impression was just so inaccurate. Like I definitely like incorrectly took this piece of information about you and then didn't realize like that obviously you are not just, you know, 
like you don't fall into all the columns of anybody who just also does that thing. Um, so it's very interesting, but then it also occurs to me, uh, like how much this must be true, um, about like everyone, everyone who knows you knows you slightly differently. Yeah. And they all have all of their own personal life experiences that make it so that all of those context clues that they're using are then extremely specific to, to like to their way in which they view the world. Yeah. Which then like all has its own. Do you mir- think, do you think this is ever like particularly revealing about yourself? Like if enough people perceive you a specific way, like that is different from how you perceive yourself. Is it like, are they more accurate than me? Because there's so many dude, this is, this is, I think I actually included this very question in yeah. the show notes for today. Cause I was like, because in my mind, as I was like, sort of like thinking about this, like, oh my gosh, how funny is it? Like, nobody knows like the real you. And then it's like, wait a second. What if you don't know the real you? Oh, like, see, this is weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like once upon a time, and I, maybe I've talked about this on the pop before, but I remember um, I was going to our like life group at church for a while. And like, I met a bunch of new people there. And like, you know, you go every week and you sort of all meet in like this this is the context in which i know most of you is that like we meet at church and talk about you know whatever we're talking about right 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 that is the context through which most of you know me and how i know most of you like i know mostly what your jobs are and that you do this and right. that you have kids you right. know like but that's that's about it so then uh one day there's typically like this section of the night where it's like oh yeah all all the parents need to go downstairs and get the kids and bring them up and everyone's sort of wrapping up and stuff and we were walking through like one of the um, uh, halls in the church and there was all these tables set up and uh, a few like two of the other guys were like running and like trying to like jump over one of the tables. Oh, no way. <laughs> and it was just like, you know, like, oh, can we like, can, can you leap over the table or whatever? This is the, it's like the most GMA. Oh, yeah. Challenge I've ever heard in <laughs> yeah. my entire life. And I'm just like, oh, this I was like, oh, like, a great time to demonstrate my amazing jumping abilities yeah and i was like oh man i could do this and i remember going and doing it and it was just like the and it was like to me it was just like yeah obvious this is so easy i right. can totally do this what an easy way to impress these people but like the amount of like shock on their face that like me that i was able to do it seemed like it didn't quite add up like to me it was like it shouldn't have been surprising to you at all that i could do this right you yeah know, like, like what are you I'm, talking about i'm known for my jumps <laughs> people know me like it is a uh, like ever this is come on come I, on i did high jump in high school thank you jump, very much right? i yeah. beat lee bradshaw at indoor districts you know man <laughs> like, did that we're not you guys, get around you didn't know you guys didn't know you guys seem a little too surprised that i could jump over this table and it's a little concerning to me frankly frank frankly <laughs> yeah. yeah now, like, now we, what what am i putting out that you don't think i can jump over this table right now hmm Clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> explain it to me explain it to me because it's it's really hitting me in a personal way <laughs> right <laughs> no and it's so true though yeah it's it's like a, um it, it's it's very interesting to imagine what it is about the way you are were in this social setting right that for some reason like they, they were like not not pegging you i'm also curious like whether or not you would like like if just through basic hanging out with these people if you would bring up the details of your life that like you do w- work out multiple days a week mm-hmm. probably more days a week than you don't 
Sure. Um, well, not right now, but yeah. But, okay, but I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going. I'm backpedaling too because I'm assuming this is at least somewhat adjacent to the time that we were doing either. It was pre-COVID. Climbing. Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. So probably probably at that point in time it would have been true. Um. So. Yeah. Like like would you like never bring that type of stuff up? I mean, I, I I don't know. I can't remember the conversations that would have been. Yeah. Otherwise um having about it i mean i think uh probably a lot a lot of what people ask me about and this sort of stuff is like youtube like so i feel like that's sort of the 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 first thing i'm known for okay in these scenarios is like youtube and specifically probably that we're just like it's probably that we do youtube and that we talk about lots of very nerdy things Uh uh-huh yeah yeah Interesting. Well, they need to let that go and uh, realize no, right? that realize that jumping is like the the it's like basically second. It's basically exactly. <laughs> it's like there are two things you need to know about me. <laughs> I do YouTube for a living <laughs> and I jump. And I and cans jump. It just, <laughs> yeah, it sounds so silly to talk about, but I remember that just sort of come with this, like like I must not be being perceived as like very athletic almost at all by these people, which is just so weird in my brain because it's just like it feels like such like a core part of like how we formed friends and stuff we used to do like growing up. We we've talked and, like, about even this. how I still think of myself. I know, yeah. Like we we we've talked about this a fair bit. Like where we were big like you know cross country runners and stuff in high school. And yeah, sometimes it's like one of those like odd things where like your um your wife Beth has now become like a very robust runner in adulthood. Yeah, and um like there have absolutely been moments as she has like absolutely outrunnered us in as adults yeah to where like to where it was almost like i remember there was almost like a shifting point at some point in time where i was like oh no beth is a runner right like we are not runners right but like you know going back to high school like that was our entire identity was the it was the identity of like all of our friends and so it was like it's odd that it would have like traded places so much like right so if we were to if we were to flip the script almost um beth did uh marching band both in high school and college so i almost feel like it would be like if now you picked up like an instrument and like largely people considered you the musician of the family oh, right like if i took like several months of guitar lessons and then started like putting songs on our youtube channel songs like or, i could carry i could play these four chords and sing poorly but with comedy or something <laughs> Oh, I was even gonna say yeah. like if you were just like in an actual band, oh. you know, like like and it was like this is what you do on the weekends. You and your you and your band go and perform gigs. Yeah, you know, it's like what would happen is that like despite the fact that Beth absolutely has way more musical background in terms of like uh, that stage of her life. Yeah, it would be like if this eclipsed and you sort of became like like much more active in that scene. Right now in adulthood, like I almost feel like that would be like the the equivalent of like where Beth went from her relationship with running then to her relationship with running now. Are you saying we should start a band? I absolutely think we should start a band. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two 
full display cases with some of our all-time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled, but something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting, you know? To me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paperclip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which, wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Cool. I discovered somewhat recently. I, I don't know if I've I don't know if I've followed up on this on the pop. Um, but one of the things I've talked about on on numerous occasions is just learning to play the guitar. Yeah, specifically so that like knowing some amount of like I don't know music at all is part of like my brain space. Yeah, like it's something that like I could that, that I could then speak on yeah. more effectively, or or maybe even like appreciate music more because I understand more about like musical theory or mm -hmm. something. Um, and so on numerous occasions I've, I've absolutely brought this up and I've told Alice about like my ambition to, 
uh, to learn how to do this and stuff. And there, I think there have been occasions where I'm like, well, I wonder if like, you know, maybe, maybe the tipping point, like maybe I can't, maybe it's like the pub cycle. It's like, I'm having a hard time, like committing to it on my own, but maybe like Alice will like give me like an acoustic guitar or something like that mm-hmm. to like learn on. Right. And at some point in time, she finally told me that I was the first ever person that she had dated that wasn't a musician. Oh. And she was actually like, and I sort of like that about you. So that's why I've never gotten you a guitar. And I was like, <laughs> well, now. Well, so well, you even, well. you even considered it and, and dismissed it, um, which hashtag sad face. All right. Um, but if I can ever overcome this, this great barrier in yeah. my, my musical career, Perhaps. Um, then absolutely, we can start a band. What do you think you would play? What do you think I would play? What do I think you would play? What do you think you would play? Uh, probably. I mean, I guess the, uh, guitar is also something I have like considered. Wow. Before. Stepping on my toes. Yep, exactly. I have already chosen as aspirational guitarist. <laughs> you must choose something else. I, I feel like I'm trying to imagine you playing, uh, playing bass, bass guitar. Mm-hmm. That's the one that has... Like like much larger strings, yeah. Chords. I guess it's like a lot deeper, right? Yeah, a lot deeper sounding. You're yeah. you're pretty deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's like my voice. This doesn't have to be the way you know your fingers make sounds, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Probably loot. You know. Oh, you would. <laughs> you would go there. It would be very cool. Yeah. To, right. To <laughs> to play the loot. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Um, no, um, I, the other instrument that I've always thought would be cool to know how to play is the violin. That seems like there's way less application for it in the real world. There, I mean, yeah, mm. violin is like one of those things um, where, where, to be entirely honest with you, uh, I don't know whether or not it's just the impact of Lindsey Sterling or not, uh, who is like the very oh yeah, she's very cool, famous like yeah, you know, violinist on on the YouTube and performer and stuff. Um, but like there's there is there is something about the violin that is just like innately awesome mm-hmm. it's very it's a very cool instrument in yeah. my mind yeah um so that would be that would be a good one that would be a good one um we would still need we would still need a, a, someone on drums obviously which, you gotta have someone on drums technically i played percussion in uh middle school bands yep i remember know? that yeah uh, which i would say <clears throat> the thing that that actually bums me out about it is that like i not that i would no that much thanks to middle school band but i did i did do it for three years of my life and i think it's that that lack of like musical theory type stuff that like i i didn't feel like i gleamed anything from Mm -hmm. because i i think to be in in middle school percussion you're doing honestly at least at our school so little that it felt like 95% 95% of the time the teacher was like working with all of the other students on like how to improve like their fingerings and yeah. like how to like better, you know, get, I don't know, like play notes and read music and all that type of stuff. And it was also like, all right, drums are up. We need someone to hit the bass drum. Yeah. Hold dome. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hold the beat for us. Um, so you had one, one mallet to hit one drum right. that played one note. I would like to play gong. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did like playing the um, the symbols. The yeah, psh- boom. Like yeah that's get to, fun. Get to slam them together. No that was that was pretty cool. I, it was interesting to me that uh, at the middle where you could like uh, I think when you signed up for band like you could just choose percussion as like 
what you're going into from the beginning as. Yes. Yeah. So I when I went into sixth grade, we had not moved to Roanoke yet. And percussion was not something you could sign up for. It was just like either you were in like the brass or you were in the woodwinds. And brass was just trumpets or trombones. And that was it. That was everything. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess woodwinds was like saxophone, clarinet, and flute. And that was everything. Okay. But then like some point in the year, they were like, okay, we're going to have like, tr- like you could like try out to do percussion. But like, and the, like the number of people doing band was high. And I think in total, they were taking three people to learn percussion. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it was like quite the honor. It was, it was like, yeah, you had to like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I did try out and I did not get it obviously. <laughs> but, Aww. Yeah. But, uh, so I remember, I remember that and thinking like, oh man, what a bummer. Cause that's what I definitely would have just signed up for from the beginning. Um, but then I just stuck with the trumpet after that. Maybe you could be our drummer. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but who's to say, I don't, I don't really feel, see, I don't totally see this playing out, <laughs> <laughs> playing out. It's <laughs> almost a pun. I don't know. I like the idea of just completely just being like, Beth, we're coming for you. I know you've got <laughs> musical background, but like we got musical it. future ground. That's right. We're going for lute, flute, and bell or whatever. Lute, flute, and horn. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, that would be great. I, actually, saxophone, um, I don't know. Does saxophone count as a horn? It has. A, it feels like it's got like a... It does, but it, I mean, I think it's... Um, it, it's it was with the woodwinds <laughs> okay okay yeah, at least, like a reed at least at uh at, at ben franklin middle schools yeah d- delineation as yeah. to what, what as to what team you got on whether you were on the triple l's or on the investigators right right yeah. right yeah yeah oh man the triple no l's how could they possibly so this is this this is mean but this is also middle school uh but i feel like i we i moved to roanoke uh and therefore did not go to this middle school basically in between fifth and sixth grade. So it, it was where I would have been headed otherwise. Um, but triple L didn't, didn't, did people not refer to them as lifelong losers? That is absolutely. Like, yeah. Cause the, it's the, so yeah, it's so funny too, because yeah, like my middle school had like, I, I don't know. Teams is what they called them. They called them teams. Okay. But even so, and you had like four, like one of the four teams you could be on. And like, ev- even having gone through that, when I was introduced to like houses and Harry Potter, like it was completely forward to me. Like it didn't, you know, oh, it like, didn't like, sound like the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> like, even though you clearly <laughs> had like rivalries. Like, I feel like, I feel like by the time I was supposed to be going, I like knew very well. It was like, oh man. I need to get sorted into the right team, you know, like I got to make sure. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, but basically the way you were to what team you were on in your sixth grade middle school class was based on the single elective you were allowed to choose, which, um, was either brass band, woodwind band, choir, or art. So those were the, those were the four. That's how you determined where you were. That's how you determined where you were going. And then the, the four teams were the uh, investigators, the challengers, the stars, or the triple L's, aka the lifelong learners? <laughs> like, they're just the worst, absolute worst. Oh, names. so they already the triple L, like they literally were already imposing the lifelong aspect of. Oh, it. that was already part of the title. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. Like yeah. you need to think that through more. People who mm-hmm. run middle school. Yeah. Um, I I I firmly believe that middle school is like an oddly influential aspect of every single like piece of like human existence in life. Like, sure. like we've talked before about how like certain new, like in terms, like by the time they have reached us, it's like, you know, you know that they have already become dated 
because they have reached us. Right. You know, it's like, okay, that means that means that middle schoolers stop saying this like that long ago. But it also means that like the terminology that ends up getting like picked up, it's like it always occurs to me that a middle schooler somewhere said it for the first time. Right. And you then know? it's bred. And then it's bred. So like literally like some some seventh grader named Lindsay, you know, was the first to say like, that's so fleek. Yeah. You know, and then like and then like it, it it like must have somehow left that school and made it to other schools through way of friends and cousins and transplant students and such. Social and then, media. So well, I mean, social media wasn't even a thing back then. That's true. Although yeah. maybe maybe these words uh, are more regional based on. I think social media was a thing by the time Fleet came around. <laughs> I think you're right with that one. Yeah. That's that's true. That's true. But it's like the origin point. It's like it's it is so interesting that like a 12, 13 year old is the one who ultimately came up with a word that then became such a like global sensation slash meme slash way to show how dated anybody currently is based on their use of said word. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like like it like Fleek that from the moment Lindsay, the seventh grader, said it for the first time, which right. I'm making up, by the way. I don't know if it was actually Lindsay. It could have been Kimberly. Could have um, been Kimberly. Yeah. She's but been it, known to get out, you know, <laughs> but, but, very, very trendy. But let's be sure it was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's like someone said it for the first time. Right. Hard stop. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there was a there was a, a fleek zero. Right. Yeah. 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 Fleek zero. Patient zero. <laughs> oh, man. Fleek zero sounds like the title of the episode. That does. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to fleek zero. The first time it was ever said ever. And the thing is, is that like the first time they ever said it, they must have said it was so much like like confidence. Yeah. That someone else like was like on board yeah you know like like someone else had to like admire it right yeah it like obviously caught on in a way right in a way right it caught people's brains that makes me think it was kimberly <clears throat> yeah she had a little more influence a little more influence yeah than Lindsay. yeah she was losing ground at this point yeah i yeah, know you know how the the rise and fall of the <laughs> seventh graders goes if you had to guess to me what year do you think fleek <clears throat> came to be oh gosh <laughs> what was what was the first year that the word fleek was used i don't know why this is my always example this is no this is the example i feel like because it, <laughs> it, it like stood it's almost like an outlier amongst like the the topical words is like as a word that like made the least amount of sense to the most amount of people yes for yeah. like like the replacement word for cool right or whatever right which is which is also an interesting point because there's always like that word like whether it like slaps or drips or it's on fleek or whatever like it all just means the thing is cool it, it, right it, like there's right. always like a different word for what's cool but the word cool itself is still like it's like it's like the seed that was planted yeah right right, right. yeah like nobody nobody admires the word cool in right. the same way that nobody admires a seed they admire what comes from the seed what right. it grows into yeah. blossoms mm -hmm. you know and the great thing about <clears throat> the word cool is that every single time you plant it you get something else right and they yeah people keep getting new stuff but it's still coming from that same seed like it's all it's all still there but so like like and see, weirdly like the word cool never seems to like completely leave either. Right. It's you true. Know? Like, it, like I, the, the idea, like cool is cool, right? Cool is cool. Like, yeah, like you need, you need to have it as like this baseline constant. Yeah. It needs to always be there. I feel like even just the spelling of the word cool is like really 
really great. Like I'm picturing the word in my mind. It's like it is what it is. It is okay, cool sure, sure, is sure. the name of cool. You know, like like we found like cool <coughs> is like it's almost like finding the true name of things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's what it is because cool is also not like um it is it is just so purely an adjective. Yeah. Like it is it is otherwise nothing else. Like, right. You know, it's it's like indefinable. Right. It's like love. You know. Right. People like how can't. do how do you describe cool like as like a thing that other people admire a yeah. thing that other people covet yeah you know it's yeah it's it's like aspirational yes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's like it's it's like it's such a weird thing is like by definition if you try too hard you're losing it <laughs> right 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 okay so here yeah so i'm back to fleek though because i'm trying to i'm trying to <laughs> determine whether or not it was a word that was being said when i was still in high school which would have been from the years 2004 to 2008 i don't think so because i never i don't think i ever successfully used fleek like in ever. my ever. i understand yeah <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that, that, yeah that is never i've never been able to be like yeah oh man this is so on fleek like that never would have like felt good to me to say so i don't think i was in high school so it had to have been at least past 2006 i feel like around like 2011 or something feels right okay okay yeah. good guesstimate good guesstimate yeah i'm, I'm trying to because that would that would plant me in college junior in college mm-hmm. and at, at, by the time you're in college you're absolutely not on the cutting edge of of what's fleek no and, and what's not fleek <laughs> I wonder if we could like, and, and especially if you're 32 and on a podcast, you absolutely have no idea. No, yeah. What what is? What Let's is. see if we can um, look it up over time. Usage of fleek over time. I don't know. Oh, born in a Vine video on June 21st, 2014, the term fleek is a busy word. It was originally and still is most commonly applied to perfectly groomed eyebrows. <laughs> No, it is. But isn't. the word has been used to describe everything from hash browns to skateboards. Oh, wait, I don't even know if that's a very diverse range. Uh, yeah. Hash browns to skateboards. Yeah, what like, is yeah, what's in between hash browns and skateboards? On like, the pie chart of objects, they're not that far from each other. They don't other. seem that far from it seems like you could go into a Hardee's, grab a hash brown, and then get back on your skateboard and move around the parking lot. With your perfectly with, groomed eyebrows. With your on fleek eyebrows where you like huck some disc with your buddies right yeah Yeah. so then your then your breakfast is on fleek as is your appearance and way of travel okay look if you're listening to this right now you need you abs like you need we need to go to the reddit let's put it there and have a poll just did you know fleek was talking about eyebrows (laughs) it's it's, i'm hmm it's almost too much of a leading question. That's true, because then people will be like, "Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I did know that." I did, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, you always offer somebody <laughs> the. I find this to be very irritating when you ask a question and it's like, "Hey, did you know Fleek meant was like to describe eyebrows?" It's like you've given them too much information and given them the power to say yes, right? You know, and it's like, like oh, I should have phrased that differently. It's like, what is Fleek meant to originally describe? Exactly. Fill in the blank. You're just like, yeah. Cool. 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 Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Guess not. I feel like the joke about it is that like, like whenever 
you would see it otherwise in pop media or pop pop media in pop culture. What's the name of the show? In pop culture, it was always adults actively using it wrong. Like that was the joke. It, it, exactly. <clears throat> and I mean, I feel like the whole reason that I know what it is, is that I have only ever heard it being used either like ironically on purpose or like comically out of place. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing about this particular word is that like, it's one of those words where I was like 90, 90% sure that it was fleek F L E E K, but not a hundred percent sure it wasn't like fleet, you know? Oh, that's on fleet. <laughs> yeah. Like that's on fleet. Like, mm, yeah, it's, I'm pretty like like part of my hesitation to use the word was that like in the act of like trying to use it and then you getting the word completely wrong altogether. You know? <laughs> like, dude, you are you do not get it. It's like it's like, no, I'm using it ironically. It's like you're not using it at all. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's not fleet, dude. It's fleet. <laughs> And then I feel like even if I knew, even if I'd said like, okay, it ends with a K, it's like, I don't for sure know if the spelling is E-A or E-E, and that also makes me unsure, even though I would say it the same. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. <coughs> it's like, like, yeah, like you could say fleek, E-A, and it's like fleek, yeah. and then there's like fleek, and it's like E-E, and it's like, ooh, I can, I can hear the difference yeah, in my it's head. it's like, you're spelling it wrong, aren't you? Write it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd rather not. It's like you say it, and it's like, I don't understand why you're using this wrong, but I can tell you are. I can can tell you write you, down yeah. what you think you're saying? Mm. it's like oh that's it it's yeah, yeah. you wrote yeah okay it's actually e. -E. i knew something was off right yeah these are the things these are the things that go through my brain it's like yeah like mm, i, I, I keep trying to think i feel like because i feel like there is a current new word that means this that like has now reached my ears which again means that it's already outdated <laughs> yeah um but i it's I, it's it's driving me crazy to know what is the new fleek is that like a Googleable sentence? I feel like other words that have fallen in this category recently have been like slaps, drips, snaps. See, and the thing is, is that, yeah, so Ethan the editor who edits the podcast is like, he is so immersed in internet culture that he is like our, our like, um, like representative from gen z yeah you know here in the office yeah despite not being in gen z at all right he's like, like the gen z correspondent he is yeah. yeah he he speaks gen z he can like translate for us yeah exactly yeah um let's say huh nope okay 11 slang terms you want to memorize to stay cool oh no look the fact that this list exists also means they're already outdated too but go ahead and let's give him a okay let's give him a try um let's see here okay snatched Snatch. Okay. Okay. Sure. That's snatched is the new fleek. It's used to describe anything that looks really good or on point. Did it? Does it say it's the new fleek? Anything from your eyebrows <laughs> to your outfit can be snatched. Oh, but okay. So <laughs> again with the eyebrows. Eyebrows to your outfit does not seem like it's a very wide margin. You know, it's 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 that seems narrower to me. That still falls like all inside of beauty. Right, right, right. So know? like if you're looking at a clock and trying to determine sections, I would say hash browns is anything from like two to six. You know, hash browns to skateboards. That's yeah. two p.m. to six p.m. I would say eyebrows to outfit is is basically like you're you're encompassing like everything from like two fifteen to two sixteen. Yeah, I know, like, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, that, that's that's not really a wide yeah. a wide range. Um, sus. Sus. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. aware of sus. That's from, I think that was from that, the, the game. 
uh, um, among us among right? us yeah, yeah. That, like spawned the word sus sus yeah, yeah. That, and i do remember when that one like popped up yeah it was like it, it did make me like very very uncomfortable to ever attempt to go like within 10 feet of using it mm. it's like mm, that's sus it's yeah. like i want you know what i'm gonna get a guess that the word tracks is on this list oh like that tracks like that tracks okay yeah. i feel like that's i i feel like that's a more trendy thing at the moment but i could be dead wrong you know it, it tracks is actually one that i have that i have absolutely picked up into my vernacular yeah. like all oh, that tracks yeah, yeah. um <laughs> the other one okay so i spent i spent time over the weekend with alice's youngest sister who is still in high school and uh her and her friend over the weekend kept say, saying uh full send which i was like okay full send i know that because that's a mountain biking term i don't even know if it is a mountain biking term or if we just use it in mountain biking oh i man i have been under the impression that it, it comes from like extreme sports but i could be wrong i think it does send come, it send it yeah okay. I, I think it does come from extreme sports but i would have i feel like we used to say it rock climbing like like you know like, like all right i'm doing it guys and somebody would be like send it and it would mean like you could go and you could go and do the thing. Oh, actually, okay, yes, okay. So I just looked it up. It says full send is said to originate in climbing slang in the nineties and possibly inspired the notion of sending as delivering on a promise. Spread to snowboarding, skiing, mountain biking, and skateboarding. And these extreme sports, the to send is perform a run cleanly and flawlessly. So okay, I'm glad that skateboarding's included because that means that like you could conceivably send hash brown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Send it. <laughs> what you get? Some hash browns? Send it. <laughs> it's in between it's two just and six. Math, man. Still counts. Okay, okay. So we weren't that far off. I thought it was specifically a mountain biking term that had spread, but it's it is more of a just outdoor extreme sport so when we go to go fest to to put on our performance we'll send it we'll send it we'll send for it. sure we're yeah, gonna send yeah. it all right what are what are the okay. nine other words on your list I'm, I'm just kind of bouncing around based on what's appropriate and words that i actually have heard of before okay um an, another one that took me forever forever to comprehend like maybe longer than it has taken me to understand what dungeons and dragons is is the word stan stan yeah oh this is this is like you're a big fan of something right but it's from the eminem song look at you go yeah yeah you do know the origin yeah very okay. impressive okay so that is basically what it says uh but stan is the internet's word for a hardcore fan so yeah like i'm i'm a stan but it's interesting to me because it feels like the phrase stan is very trendy now but that song came out a long time ago that might be fair. Um, and uh, again, I would say that like Stan feels like it's now been around for enough years that I, that it, it still feels like it's mostly like it's 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 almost like the closer it is to becoming a word in the actual dictionary, oh. then, then even less so is it still like in. Yeah. You know, OK, so I'd be curious if Stan is in the is in the dictionary. Continue on. Um, OTP. Are you familiar with this OTP? Like over the I'm familiar with like OP, meaning like overpowered. Overpowered, yeah. Yeah. That that's like that's OP. Yeah. OTP. OTP is actually you're you're less close on this one. It stands for one true pairing. One true pairing. Yeah. So like maybe that's my OTP. Like OTP. that's my ship. So like oh, it's like ship. It's the new phrase for shipping, is what it sounds or like. Maybe it's the old phrase for shipping. Oh uh, no, shipping. Shipping was like when we started Super Carlin Brothers. Shipping was like a really popular term. I feel like yeah. Okay. 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 So like I like I ship like Harry and Hermione. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're your OTP. My OTP. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I suppose like celebrity <clears throat> couples. You know, could be like oh, you know, like John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. OTP. Yeah. 
<laughs> probably like it's again every every time i like try to think of an example i'm like dude you were just digging your own grave over here <laughs> like people be like who um okay let's see if there's anything else left on this list that's a f- oh ship was literally the next one wow um okay this list must be old because the next one is dm what d- dm like as in direct message yeah yeah i, I got you there yeah all right okay so that's all i got yeah that's when was this list published ben hang on uh, 2018 2018 almost a full ben, five years ago this is a old list my man it's an old list very very useless uh however we did get some friendly banter out of it so there's no doubt yeah we'll, we'll do okay. that um on that note okay um i have been watching the show love island um which if you're unfamiliar is basically like the uk's version of the like bachelor bachelorette yeah um as as everybody listening to the pop knows jay and i are big fans of just absolute garbage tv there's no doubt um and i it's been very interesting because it's again um it's so it's so uh like i don't even know if i can say british because there's like there's so many different like dialects uh, i suppose because like within uh the geographic region at which people might come from like whether it's like you know scotland or manchester or london or i don't even know if these are extremely different things um they all have like slightly different words that they might use yeah to like describe one another yeah just like regionally yeah yeah like regional dialect and stuff um and so one of my absolute favorites though has been the way that they describe somebody as um attractive uh, because like that like maybe like one of them will go and meet like the newcomer to the house or whatever and they'll come back and they'll be like like how was she like you know was she was, was she cute it's like rocket and then like they'll all be like rocket and like they'll, like they'll just like lose their minds and like punch each other and stuff and i'm like i love i love the word rocket to describe someone being attractive like that person is rocket rocket like, imagine rocket. imagine you're standing next to the launch pad and you have to be that far away because of how hot it's going to be yeah that hot that that yeah yes yes exactly but like but like the word rocket is again it's like cool it's like there's something so perfect like i would say i mean we've already said it before rocket ship top 10 word rocket ship great word yes yeah yeah, yeah. but just also standalone rocket amazing yeah pretty yeah. good pretty good word um, so anyway i'm learning all sorts of new vernacular and i think that as much as humanly possible it should catch on yeah yeah okay so it's, people should start using the word rocket again if because you're watching old seasons of Love Island, if I'm not mistaken, right? The one that I'm currently watching is 2019. Okay. So it's it's like, it's newer than that list, but still like, yeah, coming right. up on four Possibly very outdated in terms of young person vernacular. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but I'm, I'm, the other thing here is that like, I feel like throughout my entire life, I have, I, I've been like a collector of like words, Yeah. you know, and, mm-hmm. and so for the most part, like once they solidify into my own personal vernacular, then yeah. they are just, they are just there. Then it's just there like a slice of gum. Like a slice of gum. Right. I invented that one. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I was sitting next to Kimberly that day. Yeah. So uh, it, it caught on because she was there. Yeah. But she got it from me. Right. Make she no mistake. Like, she was like, yo, yo, uh, <laughs> Ben, can you uh, toss me a piece of gum? And you're like, I think I think I could spare a slice. Yeah. And she yeah. was like, whoa. <laughs> I gotta tell everybody. Hold on. I'm that a, was pretty on fleek. I'm stealing. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no. Another one of these words <clears throat> that that I I I actually have probably used and then retired is the word dank. Oh um, which, yeah. Um, is mm-hmm. this was an interesting one that I learned from my friend Seth back in my days at, at Petland. Oh, okay. Um, and I remember him one day saying like, oh, that's dank. And I was like, what'd you just say? 
this is the greatest new word ever. And I was like, <laughs> word. I, I'm stealing it immediately. And it, it's, the, that's the, such a surprising like word because dank, I believe otherwise means sort of like a dark, <laughs> like wet, warm room. Yeah. Like right? your it, basement like a, could be correctly like, described as dank. Dank. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, like <laughs> or the crawl space underneath your home. Yeah. Um, a deep cavern. Like you may as well be calling something humid. Yeah, like how, yeah. How, yeah. How'd she look, man? Humid. <laughs> humid. <laughs> it's a terrible word. It's the that worst. Is not a good word. It's not okay. Nobody could ever reappropriate the word humid to be cool. <laughs> to be cool. Because, well, because wow, humid that's is, so humid. It, yeah, that's so humid, man. We should try. Should we? <laughs> this project's gonna be so humid. <laughs> It just sounds like when uh, you come and see us live <coughs> at, at GoFest, it's going to be humid. Well, that's probably true, but also <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, no one's ever describing it as like a feature of a place. Like, how was it? There's like, dude, it was great. It was just like so humid outside. Like you walked out. It was like taking a shower. I loved it. <laughs> Humidity has never improved anything. <laughs> it's like always a bat. It's never a... <clears throat> positive spin on something what I, I want i want family feud <clears throat> events improved by humidity a <laughs> <Like, Yeah. laughs> hundred people answered events improved my humidity i don't i can't even think of a single one what would what would be improved by humidity i'm trying to think i'm trying to think moisture farming moisture farming. <laughs> You know, I, right. bet, I bet Uncle Owen loves it. <laughs> He's like, I could, I would die for some humidity, man. Yeah, he, he rolls into. Yeah, Uncle down, Owen's down. the only person using humid to describe, like, how was Naboo? So humid. You can't even believe it. It was amazing. <clears throat> if you breathed, there heavy, was, you were drinking water. There was moisture in. Do you understand me? We have two suns on this planet and live in a desert. It, there was moisture it's a dry heat. in the air. I could go that I could take a bulldozer full of water from the Gungan Lake, bring it back to Tatooine and be rich overnight. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> so humid. So humid there. Oh man. Which by the way, <clears throat> brings us full circle oh. to my explanation as to why I think dry heat is a thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we started here. We end here. Um, so the my this is my this is my theorized explanation, right? Is that basically it is just humidity is what makes wet heat wet and worse. Uh, and it's because dry heat, if you step into the shade, it is cool because the area is shaded. However, in a wet heat, a sponge heat, yeah. a dank basement, yeah. the problem is that because there's so much moisture in the air, it carries the heat from the sunny areas and makes it hot in the shady areas as well. Right. Because the moisture is a better vehicle for that temperature. Right. It's as if you've lit <clears throat> the air on fire. It's as and if. Now, and now all of the air is fire rather than only the air being exposed to the sun. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Although make no <clears throat> mistake, we, we describe as all the air on fire, but it is in fact all on wet. It is. Yeah. Don't don't confuse fire because it's still a very wet heat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was another one of my shower thoughts was that like the entire turning of our world is determined by a giant flaming gas ball that's kind of close by. Kind of close by. <laughs> Yeah, although it man, I'm sure you've seen the pictures from the the telescope I have. recently, dude. That it, I feel like 
I can't, I can't think of a series of pictures that have had more impact on like just like literally everyone in recent memory. You okay. know, like like you remember when Kim Kardashian was <laughs> who's five one by the way. <laughs> <laughs> little like, little I'm, known uh, fact was like I'm gonna take a picture that's gonna break the internet. Like wrong, Kim Kardashian, you five one short person. Like. <laughs> the actual pictures that are breaking the internet are these like first series of photos from this telescope. Which like, is amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, I think the the just mind blownedness of that, like this is the amount of space being taken up by a grain of sand if you held it up to the sky. That much is out there just on that one speck. Like the, the vastness is like, we just like, do we... Do we just matter at all? Do you think that that question could be a unifying force mm. for the planet? Like, it's almost like, it's like we're all like so like, like determined to be like upset and preoccupied with things, but maybe like realizing it's like, we are quite small. Yeah. We are, we, small. Ben, you know what? Okay. Actually speaking, I had this, this was maybe a shower thought of mine okay. the other day, but there's, there's several, all of the pictures are freaking amazing. First of all, yes. from the telescope, Absolutely. but there's like the one. I feel like the the money shot that has like the, where you can see like over a hundred galaxies yes. in it. All right, right. I feel like given the way that we oft choose like um, you know like the the one true host or the one true president or whatever, we should have we should like have like a one the one true galaxy the one, of the pop. Like like we pick a galaxy. like we pick a galaxy, and this is like the popcorn galaxy now. Like, you know what I mean? That's so humid. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is, it is so humid. And this, this idea right now, it's like, it's making me sweat because it's so humid. <laughs> <laughs> You're using it so right. Thanks. That, Thank, it's that, catching on. That idea is so sweaty. <laughs> this, no. is how, this is how they got to drips. This is how it has to be it. Like, almost, almost yeah. certainly. We're, well, all we're really doing is just reinventing the yeah. historical, factual past that led to people describing something yeah. as dripping. Mm, that, yeah, that sweats, man. That's <laughs> that, so humid. It's like, we can't quite do sweats because that's gross. That's yeah, gross. However... But you know what? If you get enough sweat, it drips. <laughs> it drips. And there we are. And there we've, we are. We've made it. Boom. How we, dank. We understand how to make cool words. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the point is we um, need to go... We need to find... Uh, what is the the one true popcorn galaxy? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I now accepting submissions. Uh, for for a popcorn galaxy. For a popcorn galaxy. Yeah. Preferably if it looks like it's in the shape of popcorn. Yeah, that would be know. that's preferable. So um, yeah, you guys go through. This feels like another great thing to do on Reddit. Is uh, we'll figure out the one true galaxy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Otherwise, guys, if you have any feedback for the show, be sure to send it over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Um, I love I love reading all of the emails that that come through. Uh, even if you don't get a response from me, I promise you, I do. I do see those emails and I do read those emails. Um, otherwise, if you would like to support us over on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com/popcornculture. We have a whole bunch of really cool um, tiers over there, including the five dollar tier, which gives you. After the final pop, it's an extra 15 to 20 minutes of Jay and I talking after each week's episode, just something we didn't get to in that day's episode, if you'd like to check that out. And by signing up at that tier, you do get access to the entire backlog as well. It's not just like what's happening in the future. Uh, So good bang for your buck. Otherwise, at the $25 tier, you get a piece of exclusive quarterly merch. Uh And quarterly is actually not a bad descriptor for this quarter's item, which is going to be a pop 
popcorn culture challenge coin. Yeah. We are very excited about it. There are going to be lots of little lots of little details packed into packed there into are. that coin. So you'll want to examine it closely. You will want to pay very careful attention and just, you know, give it give it like a good a good looking over. Yeah. Make sure you really see it. Yeah. You know? Don't yeah. just look at it. Take it in for all of its humanness. It's going to be so humid. Yeah. Again, patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Otherwise, guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, pop, pop. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.